Hey everybody, it's Kara Shug with Casa Dream Team, and we're going to have the honor and privilege of interviewing Kristen Wernz, and she has been with Casa Dream Team for four years now and is absolutely killing it. And she's she's also grown a lot, I mean immensely. She has grown so much. So please be ready to take some notes. She's got some wonderful things to tell us and share with us, and here we go. Well, hello, Kristen Wernz. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. This is so fun to actually get to interview you because you have to actually answer me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how long have you been in real estate? Been in real estate for about four years now. Before you got into real estate, what did you think about real estate as a career? Uh, something that I never even really thought of. Really? Yeah. Okay. Never even crossed my mind. Okay. And so how did you get started? So after I graduated from college, um, my aunt at the time was working for you and she had said, you know, they're looking for somebody to come, you know, be the office manager over there. And I was, I was like, you know what, why, why not just give it a try? I really didn't have necessarily a strong idea of what I wanted to do. So I was like, you know what, let's just try it out, see where it goes and started working there. And what was the question? <laughs> how do you, that you're good. How you okay. got how you got into real estate? Okay. So you started working there, and and where did it go from then? Yeah, so um, was there for what about probably about a year, and then we decided to shut down the office and move over to another Remax, and we stayed there for probably about another year, and then at that point you got offered the job here to coach at Keller Williams and. At that time, you were like, Kristen, you need to get licensed. And I was, you know, I wasn't totally on board at the time, but I'm so glad that I did. Really? So you have no regrets about getting your real estate license? None. None whatsoever. Okay. So let's say that there's somebody who's listening to this podcast or watching it, and they're looking at you and they're thinking, maybe I could do that. What, what advice would you give them to get started? Uh, just to get out of your own way and go for it. You know, you never know where life is going to take you. And it's been one of the best decisions I think I've ever made. So, well, that's pretty cool. So why do you feel that way? Why is it such a good decision? There's just, there's so many opportunities and so much growth that has happened, you know, just me personally. And really the, the possibilities are endless and it's just such a great, such a great career. Okay. So you would recommend it. Is, is it easy? Oh, 100% not. It's totally different than I anticipated. It, you know, it's, there's a lot more ins and outs to it than you would think, but all of it is good. <laughs> all of it is good, but it's it's hard though. It is hard. In, in what in what ways is it difficult that someone from the outside looking in at a realtor would have no clue that this is part of your job description? I think you know, realizing that you are you work for yourself, and so you have to go out and create your own business. So I think that's one of the biggest things that people might not necessarily understand is you have to, you know, it has to be something that you do on a consistent, regular basis in order to continue to grow your business. Okay. Okay. So if, all right. So Kristen, if someone in your family, let's say a niece or a nephew decided to get into real estate, what would you tell them about real estate? What would you warn them about? Um, you know, I think not necessarily a warning, but just advice is to get some sort of mentorship with somebody who's been in the business for, you know, for a lot longer than you have because they have so much knowledge and experience that they can give to you and, you know, 
help you overcome obstacles before they even become obstacles and just kind of avoid all of the pitfalls before you actually go down that road, the road. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So let's say, uh, I'm a buyer or a seller and I, my cousin just got licensed last week. Why should I use them or not use them? Well, I mean, you can use whoever you want, but it's so important to have somebody who, who is experienced and who knows what they're doing, especially, you know, with contracts and negotiating, because, you know, our goal is to look out for our client's best interest. But if we're not quite sure what their best interests are, you're not representing them, you know, to the best of your ability. Okay. So how do you find out what their best interests are? Asking a lot of questions. Okay. A lot of questions. So Kristen, what does it mean to work by referral? So working by referral basically means that, you know, we do such a good job for our clients that they will never hesitate to refer us to their friends, to their family, anybody who's looking to buy, sell, or build wealth in real estate, you know, they're going to be the ones that are going to, they're going to call us. Okay. So how does that, how does that, is that beneficial to the clients at all? Or is it just beneficial to you? Uh, No, I think it's beneficial to the clients because, you know, they have peace of mind from whoever they got our name from that, you know, we did a good job for them. So we're going to do a good job for them. (laughs) That's it. That's how we roll. We do good jobs for them. For them. For them's peoples. Okay. Okay, So so when you were saying that you, we, the Costa Dream Team helps people buy, they help them sell and they help them build wealth. How can someone build wealth with real estate? Yeah. So I think. So 90% of millionaires build wealth through real estate. And so, you know, whether that's buying investment properties or, you know, second homes or whatever the case may be, there's so many other options out there that people don't necessarily take advantage of because they're not aware of what could be. Okay. So um, you are buying your very first home. Yes, I am. And this market right now, we hear a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, it's scary. It's all this stuff. Would you recommend buying to someone like Ben, our marketing director? Yes. Why should Ben buy a house? Just because, you know, it you build your equity that way. You know, for example, if you had bought a $300,000 house last year, your net equity would have gone up 67000 this year just by owning your home and doing absolutely nothing. So $67,000 net worth in one year. How many people on average do you think go up $67,000 in one year in their net worth? It's very difficult to do. Without real estate. to do. Yeah. What does a day in the life of a realtor look like? It's a very good question. It It's constantly changing. I mean, you have, you know, your set stuff that you, you do every day, but you know, there's things that come up and, you know, you just never know what you're going what your day is going to look like. If someone's looking to hire a realtor, what should they look for? I think somebody who really, truly cares about them and what they need and want. Because if they're just out for, you know, the commission check, you know, it just, you it has to be a win-win situation for both sides. And somebody who's going to make sure that that the client is going to get that win. Okay. So how do you find that person? 
well, you ask your friends and family if they know of anybody who they would recommend. Um, but you also, you know, it's not bad to interview a couple different realtors from different companies and kind of see what this one offers as opposed to this other one and really ask them a lot of questions about what they're going to do for you. So it's not the same. If I hire any realtor, I could get a completely different experience. 100%. Um, this is uh, this is the beginning of our podcast experience. And so you've never heard this question before, but um, I'm curious because you have mentioned so many times mentorship being important. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Ooh, it's a good question. Um, I would probably say talk to yourself. Don't listen to yourself. Love that. So, doesn't that talk to yourself? Don't listen to yourself. What, what, can you explain that for me a little more? Yeah. So, you know, we all have this internal chatterbox that's constantly going and, you know, it, a lot, a lot of times those thoughts aren't necessarily the most positive or optimistic about whatever the case may be, the situation, yourself, whatever it is. And so when you learn to talk to yourself about, you know, cause your brain can play tricks on you. Your brain doesn't know the difference between a truth and a lie. And so by talking to yourself, you're telling your brain that this is how it is. And then it becomes so. Yeah. So on a more personal level, but not getting too personal, on a more personal level, you have, you, I have seen your growth and it has been exponential over the f- past four years. And you would say that's attributed to talk to yourself, don't listen to yourself. Are there any other tips you can give somebody who wants to go from where they are to the next level? Yeah, I mean, it's just building habits around your life. Personal habits, business habits, all of that stuff just contributes to so much personal growth. Okay, I like it. It's it's a fairly tough world right now. Would you agree? Yes, for there's, sure. There's an awful lot going on, and there's terrible things to focus on all the time. How do you keep yourself so positive? Uh, you know, you have to look for the good in everything, You have to take time for yourself and really put that oxygen mask on for you because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of, you know, other relationships in your life, your your clients. Like none of that, it's just not going to all come together. There's going to be something missing. So really taking the time personally for you to work on yourself, you know, grow, learn as much as you can. So taking the time to work on yourself, what does that actually look like if 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 you've got somebody who's listening to this that have has never done any kind of self-improvement, they don't even know where to start. They're just like, I, I have no idea. How did you go from here to here? What would you tell them? To time block. What is time blocking? To put it on the schedule for, you know, this is the time that you're going to do whatever you're going to do to work on yourself. And it's, it's there. Like it's set. You not something you're going to miss. It's, it's just there. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we were talking recently and you, um, shared with me that your morning routines have been really pretty solid. Mm -hmm. What is that about? Yeah. So it's, we like to call it the miracle morning and it's basically six different things that you do in the morning to really get ready for the day, put yourself in the right mindset and, you know, it leads to so much more productivity throughout the day. So you feel like you've won your day. How long does this miracle morning take? 
Um, I mean, it can, it can take 30 minutes. It can take an hour. It can take an hour and a half, just depending on, you know, what the day looks like. Okay. So when you, when you say you're taking the time to work on yourself and you're doing a miracle morning, what are some of the elements that if, if I am just starting off and I'm thinking about getting into real estate, what are some of the elements? Because, and the reason I say real estate is because would you agree that to be a realtor, you really have to be positive to mm-hmm. be able to get through. So what are some of the things that help you that what, like what, when you say work on yourself, what does that mean? Yeah. So, you know, the first thing that I do when I get up is I, is I go on a walk usually about 20, 20 minute, maybe 30 minutes, depending. And then, um, I'll read some sort of, you know, personal development book and then, you know, I'll do affirmations and then I'll journal five things that I'm grateful for within the past 24 hours. Hold on. Why, why within the past 24 hours? Because it, it causes your brain to scan for what, you know, for the little things that you can miss that are so important to just understanding and realizing. Okay. Attitude of gratitude. Okay. Keep going. And then, and then I'll do a meditation. Okay. So (laughs) I'm sorry, but that is something that you and I went round and round and round about. What made you finally go, oh, okay, I'll really give this a try. Number one question. And number two, why are you still doing it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the first time I've ever, you know, you hear meditation, you think, oh, you know, that's, that's (laughs) dumb, you know, but once I, I think just the more I was exposed to the whole miracle morning and the benefits of it, you know, I was like, you know what, let's, let's just give it a try. You know, what's, what's the worst that could happen. And so it's, it's actually one of my favorite parts of the miracle morning now, because it just helps you to bring yourself, like, it just helps you clear your mind and really, I mean, there's, there's so much going on day to day, day to day life. So, you know, so much stress, you know, whatever the case may be, so many responsibilities that you have to do. And by taking the time to just sit there, not think about anything, really clear your mind. It's, it just helps you kind of reset, reset your day on a good start. And, you know, whatever that day has to bring, you know, you're going to be able, you're going to have a lot more tools to be able to handle your day. So master of your emotions, quieting your brain. Um, So the Miracle Morning is a book that we've, a lot of us have read and they've got several variations of it. And that's where we get that from. And then another thing you talked about was your habits. And we got a lot of that from Atomic Habits. So those are two books. If you're looking for books, those are, would you say good books to start off with? Oh, yeah, 100%. Atomic Habits is probably one of my favorite personal development personal development books that I've read so far. And it just gives you, it makes it sound so easy. You know, it's really not as hard as you might think it is. You just have to take ownership and make it a habit. There you go. So habits are what you would attribute your success to. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> So the Miracle Morning has six different things. Um, and we know from the book that it was designed for 10 minutes for each thing for one hour. Mm-hmm. However, 
I know my miracle mornings run a lot longer than an hour most days. Some days they don't, but most days they do. So how was it? That's a, that's we have such a resistance to change. We just we want to be in our comfort zone. It had to have been very uncomfortable for you to add in six new habits all at one time, was it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I before I really started diving deep in this miracle morning, you know, I wasn't I kept telling myself I wasn't a morning person, you know, and getting up in the morning was was hard because, you know, you tell yourself, you know, you tell yourself these things and you believe them. And so reading Atomic Habits also was really beneficial because it talks about habit stacking and just making it part of your daily routine. What is habit stacking? So it's basically, you know, again, it talks in Atomic Habits about, you know, everything has a cue. And so you want to just build on that cue. So for example, you know, when I get up in the morning, brush my teeth, then the first thing I do is I go get dressed and go on my walk. So it's just continually building on the things that you already do and making it part of everything you do. Making it a habit. Yeah. Making it a habit. Okay. So, uh, Kristen, I'm just curious. When you when you graduated college with an MBA, with an unbelievable GPA, and you walked out of there, would you have ever imagined four years later you'd be a very successful realtor? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I had no idea where life was going to take me. It, so it's been it's been a journey. I mean, it's constantly new and pushing myself outside of my comfort zone and doing things that I didn't think I could do. And it's just been it's been great. It, it's it's been wonderful watching too. So, Kristen, you you have told us about an unbelievable amount of growth, and I can attest that you've grown greatly. Um, you've given us you've given you have given us a lot of wonderful tips and tricks. Is there anything else, any parting tips that you could give us to stay positive in this really scary world? You know, I think it just, it starts with you. It really does. Nobody else can do it for you. It has to come with you and you have to push yourself even, I mean, there's so many times where, you know, you get that, that thought in your head, like, oh, I can't do it. You know, but you have to push yourself and stop making excuses for, why you're not doing it and just do it and your life will your life will change for the better i love it thank you for your time today well thank you for having me all right <laughs>